Give me a moment's peace and take out the trash. We pay taxes for people to come and take the garbage. Hey, listen, Greeny, no more sneaking rides to the junkyard. Yeah, man, take a taxi when you want to go to the junkyard. Hello and welcome to the Hot Trash Unlimited podcast, the podcast where me, Caleb, well, let's stop there. This is a little bit of a different episode than we usually have. This is a crossover event with the Committed Critics podcast, and I am joined by two friends of the show, Kevin and Ryan. Would y'all like to introduce yourselves? Whoa, Ryan, you can go first. Oh, okay. Well, hello, I'm Ryan Davis of Committed Critics. All I do is watch movies and play video games, and no one likes my very controversial opinions. Rip. (laughs) I'm Kevin Lau. I also host Committed Critics, and I am a freelance writer and filmmaker, so yeah, I just do stuff. Well, I'm excited to learn (laughs) about what some of those uh, controversial opinions may be off air, but (laughs) for the moment, we are uh, sitting down to watch... Veggie Tales, the pirates who don't do anything. The heroes! They're here! Does anyone know where the bathroom is? We are the pirates! From the creators of Jonah, the most successful vegetable movie of all time. She thinks we're a hero. You're kidding, right? Aw, come on! How hard could it be? Comes three heroes as cool as cucumbers. The 2008 VeggieTales movie that was the second feature-length film from Big Idea Studios. If you want to hear the three of us talk about Jonah, a VeggieTales movie, you can head over to the Committed Critics podcast. It will be linked down in the description and listen to our episode on that. But while we were recording that, uh, Ryan told me and Kevin about this movie, which I had just completely blacked out on and apparently missed and so we decided we wanted to sit down and watch it what are y'all's thoughts on the pirates who don't do anything movie so basically i watched this when it came out it was interesting uh to say the least as a kid obviously i enjoyed it a whole lot more than re-watching i noticed a lot more things re-watching it but as a kid this was probably one of my favorite things i was a VeggieTales fan and i love the pirates who don't do anything very very much so yeah this movie is it's interesting it has a lot it has some different themes than jonah it's less biblical yeah it's definitely more allegor allegorical yeah it's not taking oh, yeah. things straight from the old testament mm-hmm. well it's it feels like the book of revelations adapted if that makes sense it doesn't but i want to hear your <laughs> yeah i want to hear i want to hear that one the king coming back is kind of like the rapture yeah the king definitely stands in for for god mm-hmm. um, yeah. and the evil pirate king whatever uh stands in for lucifer because he's been banished from by the king and then he tries to get his revenge mm-hmm. Well, and you know, there is a literary tradition of uh, Satan inventing gunpowder. And one oh. of the things, what is his name? Robert the Terrible uses in this movie Robert is the Terrible, like yep. uh, sea charges and stuff. I guess I should say my general thoughts on the movie. Much like Larry's song after 32 verses, uh, this movie after 32 minutes got a bit grating. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't feel as clever as Jonah, it doesn't seem like much of anything things just kind of happen and then suddenly it ends i think both this and jonah have trouble wrapping things up Mm -hmm. because jonah ends where the bible story ends but it doesn't teach the lesson they want so they have to force in a musical number here they have like a chase sequence and then you know these two pirate ships are squaring off and you think there's going to be a battle but it 
it there isn't one. Yeah, like the the sword they were already pushing it with having sword fights. Sword fights that you just use to knock vegetables into the water. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah, you gotta love the G-rated sword fights. Only hey, this is the Pirates of the Caribbean. It's pirates who don't do anything. <laughs> only use the flat of your blade. So the general story of this movie is that they're not their actual names from VeggieTales, so I'm gonna I might forget them. But Elliot, mm-hmm. um, Sedgwick, uh, and George. Yes, <laughs> who are uh, Larry the Cucumber, Mister Lunt, and Grandpa Grape, respectively. Actually, I think um, Sedgwick is Mister Lunt. Yes, yeah. you're right. They are working at a kind of a Planet Hollywood style uh, themed restaurant um, as just, you know, lowly waiters who are aspiring to be more. Um, and then the 17th century calls and they time travel uh, back in time to help uh, some princess of some made up land save her brother, who's voiced by Yuri mm-hmm. Lowenthal from their evil uncle who's a cyborg that was the wildest thing it's more like he has a zord because it's not part of his body is not robot if i remember correctly yeah he like he, his head is just on top of a like machine but like i still find that like that blew my mind as a kid it was like oh my gosh a vegetal has legs and arms he's superior to all of Wait, them how is that how is he superior because they the, all the vegetables can hold things i know but like <laughs> at the same time it was like it was a, it was just like he can walk he doesn't hop <laughs> but somehow hopping is faster in this world i don't know he has forsaken his god-given mild telekinesis <laughs> and fallen into the mechanical arts it's, look on the on the bright side he's taller than he originally was i, guess I so. think that's the whole point he wanted <laughs> he just wanted to be tall they should have they should have wrote that in the script <laughs> you know there is a there is like a common motif where whenever someone questions the the lead trio's heroicness they always bring up their height and so maybe that's like a secret theme that got kind of scrubbed out as it was written was that all short men are kings or in this situation all short vegetables i guess so well larry really really short that's gonna work out for me in the long run (laughs) five foot six let's go (laughs) but yeah so the the, i thought the mechanical arms and legs were just interesting and i don't know they don't make as much of a presence as i felt like it should because the moment that like it should make a presence that kind of just breaks. Yeah, there are a lot of bizarre elements in here that are handled maybe a little, like they should be played up some mm-hmm. more, like the sentient cheese curds. Are, are those cheese curds or are they something else? It's just like worm monsters. I don't they're know. Peanuts. They were, They look like cheese curds, but they are warm monsters. This is what peanuts are like in the VeggieTales universe. Maybe peanuts. other food has begun, has begun to uh, achieve sentience. Maybe. So these are like cheese curds, and like soon all processed foods will be like well, alive. Well, hear me out. Artificial, artificial food is all evil. So there's a line in the movie that I thought was really weird in terms of world building, where they find the sword, and Mr. Lunt's like, you can cut a can with it and still slice a tomato, and he said he saw it on TV. So did he just watch Bob or someone Murph. get cut on TV? <laughs> that's a good question. Like, uh, That's another question. Do ve- what do vegetables eat? Why did like do cans are, exist? Are they eating out of cheese curds at least? Well, but like, do they eat like salad? No, this is completely breaking my mind right now because I'm I'm traveling back to the Joshua and the Big Wall episode of the show. They fight with yeah. slushies. Yeah. Are are those slushies grape flavored? <laughs> so like, oh. would the equivalent be me going into a Seven Eleven and like finding like a like a human flavored? Well, slushie? I mean, like a blood. Slushies like, can be artificially flavored, flavored, so I feel like best loophole we have. 
Is juice just blood? Mm. How do you guys think this works in VeggieTales canon? Because I'm so confused. Because it's not, the pirates are not named the same as they were in the Jonah movie. In Jonah movie, they were still Larry and Mr. Lunt and Pa Gray. I mean, it's not meant to be a sequel. It's meant to be like its own original movie. Kind of like how they have, like, I mean, they have other, uh, like, original kind of stories in there. Like, there's the sumo, the sumo of the opera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but everything in the show seems to be framed around, like, the the vegetables putting on a play. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. seems more analogistic with, like, um, the Larry the Cucumber movies. Like, it's a branching timeline mm-hmm. from the from the VeggieTales universe. But I did find it really interesting how these, like, why they decided to rename the characters. Why did they decide to put them in such an interesting... I don't want to say interesting. <laughs> it's interesting that they made the decision. Narratively, it's not interesting that they're, they're servers at a dinner theater. Mm. But why that was the starting place instead of just having the pirates exist in media res. I mean, you could have just had them be regular servers in that timeline. But I think they wanted to kind of give it a modern twist, maybe. I don't know. Make it... Because, I mean, that's what they did with the Jonah thing. They put them in a modern setting, but then they also kind of went back to biblical times but at the same time it wasn't time travel it was just a story i don't know man look it waiters I mean, the can Jonah be movie heroes a- asks a lot of questions too. tip your waiters basically that, that's the rule tip your waiters otherwise they become super they become heroes Let them be actors actually yeah if you tip your heroes and no sorry tip your waiters and treat them with respect they'll never save the world there you go that's the moral of the story i don't like where this is headed <laughs> what have you done kind of going off of that what do y'all think about the theme here which is kind of a more generic kids theme where it is like anyone can be a hero mm-hmm. but with some religious allegory tied in like anyone can be a hero we've seen that before millions of times but like you know, it's mm-hmm. still fun. We still we still enjoy it. They they try to make it compelling. Like Pa Grape is actually has the most compelling arc, I believe, um, because he has his own children don't look up to him, and he wants and he feels mm-hmm. sad about that, um, and he wants to do something that makes his ch- children actually see him for once. It's, it's just the form of execution. It's just kind of eh. Things kind of happen, but there's no real emotional charge to it. I'll put it this way: like with Pa Grape, like seeing his victory at the end. It's definitely like it gives you like oh man it's, I feel good like his kids love him with Larry and uh, Mr. Luntz it's just like well cool they're not afraid to do stuff anymore That's they're better boyfriends cool. now I guess I mean like I mean like seeing them like oh Mr. Lunt overcome overcame his laziness when he ran away from cheese curds swam ninety two nautical miles without arms or legs. <laughs> That was the funniest joke in the movie. <laughs> so uh, it just goes back and forth. Like, do 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 they have arms? Do they not? How do they hold things? Telekinesis, man. <laughs> when vegetables powers. gain sentience, they they gain a lot more than we do. It's the best question in the in the entire like universe. They make jokes about it all the time. I can't play it's guitar. Like... I don't have a hands. And then you see vegetables playing guitars and other things. Exactly. Twippo played a guitar. Yeah. Twippo did play a guitar. Do you think this movie could use more music? Yes, but not that's not more of the music that they have. I feel like the music they have was kind of eh. It needs more like the Jonah movie. Like I had no problem with some of the music. Like I wish it had been more of them singing, rather than you know just oh, like people playing over them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hey, like I remember I enjoyed most of the music when I was a kid. Like I like the Yo Ho Hero. I like the uh, the kind of rock remix that Pirates Who Don't Do Anything. Uh, rock Monster has stuck in my head for years. Oof. 
for some reason. Like, I can't hear... I know there's Rock, rock Lobster, which is what it's supposed to be a parody of, but all I ever hear is Rock Monster. I enjoy that they have a Toby Mac song at the end of it, and, first, and as a kid, Toby Mac was the greatest thing to me. I didn't think music could get better than Diverse City, but then Portable <laughs> Sounds came out and it changed my life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was a lot of weird pop culture references. Like, there was an Edward Scissors, Scissorhands joke which I thought was mm-hmm. out of, like really strange to put in a VeggieTales movie. I feel like most of those come from Mr. Lunt, though. Mm-hmm. And like within this story, he is established to be like a guy who like binge-watches TV. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like it fits. That's fair. And VeggieTales has been known to do like random pop culture references that, you know, kids wouldn't obviously get sometimes, but their parents will. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's awesome. Hell, they made a whole Lord of the Rings m- movie. I know. I feel like kids even know what Lord of the Rings is. Fair. Especially like Christian households. Lord of the Rings is uh, I guess comparable so. to the exactly. Bible in some is, aspects. Yeah, I thought it was Narnia. It's that both. too. Those are the extra seven books of the Bible. <laughs> It's like the book of Narnia. Catholicism, eat your heart out. I'll say this. I enjoy this more than Jonah only, I think, because really? this had a this had a happier ending to me rather than Jonah. Because Jonah definitely ends on a slightly dark point. Like, as a kid, this just, like, it hit more to me. Because that one, I did, like, I was very much on the theme of anyone can be a hero. I read all the young adult books, Percy Jackson, Harry Potter, etc. He had a chosen one or whatever, but... It was kind of like Three Amigos meets what was the, I'm trying, I forgot the other movie I was going to compare it to the three amigos with Steve Martin and Chevy Chase it's which is kind of like mm-hmm. seven samurai <laughs> and bugs life ah, there was another movie I was going to compare it to I totally forgot I should have written it down there is one bit near the beginning that feels very oh brother where art oh. thou where you have like this blind restaurant patron give them a prophecy and obviously the blind prophet is a thing throughout mythology mm. But I think it's more likely that Phil Vischer took that from Oh Brother Where Art Thou, which is another movie that has a weird place in like Christian pop culture. It's one of those movies that's not a Christian movie, but I know a lot of Christians who like treat it as one. So that's a that's a possibility. But the other one was just like the simplicity in the telegraphed uh, character arcs. And I don't say that in a bad way. I think it's fine to have like kind of simplistic character arcs in right. a kid's movie. It reminded me a lot of Wizard of Oz. Oh, that's a good hmm. that's a good comparison. Interesting. You got, I would not have thought that. Yeah. I actually have not seen Wizard of Oz all the way through, and I need to. Uh, I know bits and pieces of it. I can definitely see what you're talking about, Caleb. I'll be honest. I've seen um, Wizard of Oz. I've seen The Wiz. Well, I haven't seen The Wiz, so one of these days we can we can both the, correct The Wiz that. isn't real. We just wanted I'll you to say The Wiz, Wiz on You watch Wizard of Oz. Sounds good. One line um, I actually really liked is... It's not magic. It's Radio Shack. Uh, I don't think Radio Shack's around anymore. So, <laughs> rip. No, probably not. <laughs> so therefore, it is magic. <laughs> Radio Shack's a magical place, forever encapsulated in uh, the Pirates Who Don't Do Anything, a VeggieTales movie. I mean, this movie's definitely a product of its time. When the archaeologists of the future dig up this movie, they'll they'll have a lot of insights into our mm-hmm. culture. It's like, wow, vegetables spoke. It's like the people from Galaxy Quest. They don't know the difference between like fiction and non-fiction <laughs> I, I really like the animation of this movie um i looked it up apparently they had a 15 million dollar budget and partnered with stars animation to animate this mm-hmm. movie and the animation for 2008 actually looks kind of impressive for 15 million dollars because this is the age of um bolts uh kung fu panda uh the, the tinkerbell movie and those look great 
with a significantly higher budget, so... No, I remember this movie being very... Like, I mean, I thought Jonah was pretty good animated-wise, mm-hmm. too, but, like, this one definitely stood out. I think this is also kind of when VeggieTales animation got a little bit better, like, even with the shows. Yeah, because Big Idea kept kind of scaring off animators, and it was always kind of a, a less professionally run animation studio than some other ones because it was made from three guys out of like their garage trying to animate. <laughs> and I'd say doing a pretty good job for what they had. But when they got bought out, I feel like there was a definite smoothness to the animation that came on through. I do think they hit a limit around this time with you can only be so expressive with vegetables, especially when half the vegetables don't have eyes. Yeah, and uh, yeah. it's yeah, you get like that's uh, like the texture quality. Like you know, you want to keep they still want to keep it simplistic so they don't ruin their computers or like if they, if they have a smaller budget on, on another episode, they can still do it, and not have to worry about you know spending everything every penny they have. But yeah, it's still like the, the wa- even the water animation. I was really kind of impressed by in this in this movie. Uh, but yeah, and this was also distributed by Universal, which is according to IMDb trivia, which is a reliable source. Uh, this is the first animated movie distributed by Universal. Have they had many since? I'm trying to they think. They had the, min- the Despicable Me movies. Oh, they, they distributed Illumination yeah. stuff? Okay. I, wa- I don't think, I guess there wasn't much anything before that. Interesting. And now... DreamWorks has bought out Illumination, right? So they'd be distributing They did? It. I'm pretty sure I read that oh, somewhere. So that means DreamWorks but is in like charge of the every... Mario movie. Yay. <laughs> Woohoo. Look, we're, look, Toads will be the new minions. I'm calling it now. Please, no. I was going to do a Toad voice, but I decided to hold back and spare the Hello! Toad. <laughs> Mario! Princess! Is that, Save the princess! is that what Toad... That's the voice we're doing for Toad? Exactly, yes. That's Toad's voice. Except for the show, he's like, Hey, Mario, go get that thing for me. <laughs> they bought them out in 2016. I don't know if they're like doing any real uh, like control over them or if they're just kind of letting them do their own thing and make them money. I don't know. Universal is kind of iffy when it comes to that because they, the they, they tried doing the Dark Universe and had too much control over it and they kind of ruined it. So yeah, it's 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 a coin toss for sure. Is there anything else y'all want to talk about? This movie was just kind of a blur. Like as soon as the movie is finished, I was like, I was writing down the, my notes as the movie went on, and then when it finished, it was kind of like it started for, to forget about it. Like there was there was the fun sequence of like the can of the cannonball, Mister Lin accidentally shooting a cannon um, at another ship, and then the one-eyed pirate actually had two eyes. Uh, there was the donkey chandelier, which I thought was interesting and then the candle wax falling on their noses and not burning them (laughs) uh all the jokes with archibald the asparagus is that his name yeah archibald okay so jonah (laughs) comes back as a butler twippo he always plays the upstuck character yeah what a guy i think I, I think you're onto something because I, I watched the movie like right before getting on Yeah, I watched here. it this morning too. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know how well it will stick with me. But like, and I talked about this on uh, the episode Committed Critics, but I feel like out of all the VeggieTales stuff, um, Jonah didn't stick with me as much as some of the other uh, of the actual mm-hmm. episodes. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if just while the movies aren't bad and they're certainly entertaining for children... I wonder if they work best in their episode format. Probably, because 
the way this movie extends itself by having random happenstances happen as opposed to like having character motivated actions and they cause trouble overcome obstacles what and so what it's more like the obstacles find them when they don't do anything which keeps the characters from being motivated uh it doesn't quite it's just in the long form it's just doesn't quite work as well as it would in short form i mean i find it interesting because some of the movies are still i mean not some of the movies some of the episodes are still long like they're at least almost an hour long like i know the sumo the opera and the and the lord of the beans episode are like almost like reaching an hour mm-hmm. and so like i mean they're the equivalent of a movie but they put more money and budget into this this is technically featured as a feature-length movie even though it's about almost it's just like a little bit longer veggie tales episode i'm gonna drop a screenshot in the chat so it sounds like there's another veggie tales movie in the works so phil vischer on twitter replied to uh, a tweet talking about if there's any upcoming veggie tales projects he says there's a new tv series in production with tbn and new movie in development with universal i'm involved in both According to IMDb trivia, and I guess it's actually a real thing. So there apparently a script was written for a Bob and Larry movie about how the two met and would also feature humans. So Monsters University? <laughs> I, I guess so. But yeah, but apparently this is not the movie that's in production. Uh, the, there is a script. Phil legally cannot share the script because of contracts and whatnot. If it's with the new animation style, I don't want to see it. <laughs> it might be. I doubt it will be the... Uh... The VeggieTales in the House one, I think they've had a third redesign that's not as good as the original, but better than the... The VeggieTales in the House thing disturbed me. uh, It's so frightening. Oh, man, I gotta look this up. I like this top reply, though, asking if it will be a Larry Boy movie or better yet, a 3-2-1 Penguins comeback. Now, listen, I get that 3-2-1 Penguins was never as successful as VeggieTales, but it was fascinating they had a country or a planet that was just australia they did <laughs> i need a three, two, one penguins movie yeah just have it be like a g-rated star trek yeah what if they're responsible for bob and larry meeting <gasps> the three two ones the penguins three, two, movie one, is one. secretly the prequel to veggie tales it's all connected what if veggie tales is another planet oh, oh here's what it one, is Ryan. it's a multiverse and they're traveling through the multiverse. So they bring in Larry Boy. They bring in the pirates. They bring in all the different like iterations of the VeggieTales. And then at the end, they have a big, I don't know, because these don't do well with finales, <laughs> not battle with all of these people where they just talk about Jesus Into or something. Into the VeggieVerse. Now this sounds like Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go. I still need to watch that. <laughs> you don't. It's, speaking of, you don't. Speak, speak, <laughs> speaking of controversial opinions, Ryan, my controversial opinion is that Teen Titans Go is better than Teen Titans. Wow. I have not seen another wow. either one to have a full opinion. Teen Titans Go you d- it works for preschoolers, but it's just kind of it's weird. <laughs> It's strangely adult for preschoolers. That's what I'm... <laughs> Caleb, you, wound, you wounded me with that one. I Here's how I put it. Teen Titans Go has some good jokes, but uh, Teen Titans Go also has ruined many of these characters. I'm sorry, they've the original tarnished Teen Robin's still character. They tarnished Robin. Robin and Teen Titans still exist. Uh, the Teen Titans yeah. Go movie, yeah, though, I really enjoyed season it. Five. Don't, don't say that, Caleb. So, okay, okay, I think, actually, I always thought... Uh, in terms of VeggieTales and 321 Penguins canon, that the VeggieTales were in the the were, uh, lived in the kitchen of the kids in 321 Penguins. That's what I thought as a kid. That would make sense. Or maybe it's like, 
Huh. Maybe it's the kids' imaginations. They play with vegetables and they created Veggie Tales. And they're very religious. Mm-hmm. Well, that's clearly established. At the end of every episode, uh, me and Joe like to say whether or not the movie was hot trash or not, or whether if it was just good, bad, forgettable, you know, whatever kind of general impressions of the movie are. Um, I will say that if they had kind of leaned into um, the weirdness a bit more, this could have gotten to be hot trash. But I also think it's just too good to mm. get there. I'm not saying it's it's a amazing movie by any means, but I think it's certainly competent. Um, so I would just say it's, you know, it's good for kids. I probably won't think about it too much after this. Um, I mean, besides when I'm editing this. But uh, what, what do y'all think? I have like a, I, you, you obviously I have like a very nostalgic connection to this because I did watch it when I was a kid, unlike you guys. But um, like, I don't know. I enjoy this movie. Like going back, I did see a lot of the flaws or just stuff that I was like, wow, this is wow. But um overall like i'd still say like it was decent enough like i would still show it to kids obviously but like just for like a one-off with friends if you guys want if people want to just like watch something really weird for a second yeah it's good take a shot every time pa Greg gets sad about his kids not seeing him i think i don't think it's hot trash like you said caleb it doesn't lean into its wackiness enough to really be as Danny Vincent once once said on your show, obnoxious core. Like if this movie leaned into its obnoxious core, I think it would be hot, it could be hot trash. But right now it's just kind of like it's fine. It, it'll entertain a kid. It won't stick with me for a while. So I'm all like I like I said I watched it this morning. I'm kind of forgetting like some scenes here and there. Yuri Lowenthal was good though for the few lines he had. It was very odd to hear Spider Man's voice coming out of a vegetable. It was. So you guys always call him Spider-Man. I say Ben 10. Did he voice Ben 10 from the... He's teen Ben 10 and Sasuke from Naruto. Oh, I didn't know he was older Ben 10. Now I gotta watch watch that one. All right, y'all. Thank you for joining me to talk about VeggieTales. Two times uh, times. now. And I just want to remind all of y'all listening to go check out our uh, episode on Jonah the VeggieTales movie over at The Committed Critics. Uh, A lot of fun to record that. And I think it's it's a good listen. Brian, where can uh, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, always at Fire You Red. That's uh, Fire the letter U Red. Don't judge me for it. I made it when I was in fourth grade. I thought Fire was blue. <laughs> Only if you're Azula. Oh, well, I'm not. So, uh, but yeah, I'm Kevin Lau. You can follow me on Twitter at Arthur Kalo. That's A U T H O R K L A U. You can also as uh caleb has said you can follow us on committed critics we're on youtube uh podbean spotify all your listening uh platforms we also have a sub show breaking into cinema which is an ongoing intro to film history and appreciation podcast and yeah and you can follow us on twitter with committed crits to c-o-m-m-i-t-t-e-d-c-r-i-t-s be sure to go check them out you know where to find me you can find me here almost every week or whenever me and joe decide to record an episode um and you can also check out all new 52 our comics podcast me over at the snub club where we talk about old uh movies and try to tie them into film history and of course you can check out star wars therapy every month on the fourth of the month i love all new 52 once again thank y'all for and i also love snub club and hot trash unlimited (laughs) five out of five five out of five (laughs) well y'all thank you for coming on thanks for bringing Um, us on and i will see y'all later see ya bye